Welcome to episode two, the official episode two of the official ANCAP Boys podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and uh, this episode is brought to you, as always, by Atmos Taekwondo. Atmos is the premier and the only martial arts school in Tucumcari, New Mexico. Come kick it with us at 112 East Main Street. We'll teach you how to throw kicks. We'll teach you how to throw punches. And we'll have a fun time doing it. Come join us. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. Also for today, God the Father Apparel. Hey guys, you know who loves you? That's right. God the Father does. You know who God the Father loves? That's right. Tomlet, the bench press messiah. You know who Tomlet, the bench press messiah, loves? That's right. The almighty dollar. Help indirectly support your Lord by buying badass Jesus stuff at GodTheFatherApparel.com and use promo code BenchPressMessiah15 when you check out. Again, that's BenchPressMessiah15 for 15% off your order. Capitalization on each of those letters. Remember, God is watching. And joining me today is Tomas, as always, and our good buddy and used car salesman, Seth, say hello. I I also sell new cars, but no one can afford them. I um I I don't think it's uh, appropriate to lie. You're right. And and Jaguars. <laughs> he sells and Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. Only, yeah. He he's a, he sells Aston Martins. I saw an ad for Jaguar <laughs> the other day, and it was a it was a very fit young African American DJ driving a Jaguar to his to his gigs. Oh and shit! I'm going to call bullshit on that. There's not enough trunk space. I've been in the trunk of a Jaguar. Ain't enough trunk space for DJ equipment. That's bullshit. Yeah, Sounds like okay, bullshit. Yeah. 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 I'm so glad that's the route oh, we man. for that joke. I know. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. I don't, I don't joke about <laughs> yeah. it. I don't joke Wait. about Jaguar. Wait a second. Have you, seen, have you seen how much a Jaguar costs? There's oh, yeah. no way that a young African-American man who is also a DJ. Wait, that comes out wrong. A DJ wouldn't make that kind of money. Let's move on. Let's move All on. right, guys. And what do we got? What do we got for today? Uh, for the final episode before we get <laughs> fucking canceled. <laughs> the second and final episode. Thank you guys all for coming. It's been a good run, boys. It's been a good run. <laughs> I'd say so. Uh, thank you for everyone that's uh, joined us on this fucking journey. And uh, we all we love you all very much, especially if you somehow found a way to uh, support us on this journey financially, because that's what we're doing this for. We don't actually give a shit about politics. We are in this for the fucking money, and we like come money, yet, so we don't care very much. That's why the quality yeah. is so low. It's you guys sold poor. me on this differently. I didn't realize this was for money. I thought this was for the love of our followers, the love of ourselves, and the love of our friends. Well, I can well, you would you be wrong. The, yeah, that's fucking bullshit on all three counts. <laughs> that's fucking stupid, Seth. Why would you think that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I missed y'all. It, it is really good to hear from you guys. I've missed y'all. I'm glad that everyone survived the Great Freeze. Ice Age. Um, yeah, especially Ted Cruz. Thank God for Ted Cruz. I'm so glad mm. that he's okay. More than he, anything. Uh, well, I'm glad we, we, we learned that he's not actually uh, the Zodiac Killer. We learned that he's a fucking bird that just happens to fly south for the winter. That's what we learned. Yeah, that's week. fine. It's, it's funny yeah, how 
it's funny how if you do it from a northern state in the wintertime to, like, say, southern Arizona to a vacation home, it's fine. People affectionately refer to you as snowbirds and then complain about how you can't drive in the rain. Uh, but when Ted Cruz does it and goes to Mexico, he's some kind of weather wizard. And it's his fault. This is well, all bad. Well, it is convers- his fault. Fuck him. I, I had a conversation <laughs> with my parents about this, and I was like, you know, it's just bad optics. It really is. And you guys understand that. It's just bad optics. AOC's out there giving out bread and masks and soup and masks with soup on them and vice versa to the poor people in Dallas. And Ted Cruz is out there hitting a beach ball. Who's hitting a vape? No vapes on this podcast. Not I'll vape if I want to vape. <laughs> we can vape if we want to. Exactly. We can leave cigars behind. So, okay. So, so your take on it is that this is worse optics than buying a scope from Wish. <laughs> well, never I like that. I see what you did there. Yeah. So, no, it, it's no just, good. It just, it just doesn't look idea. good. It doesn't right. look good. But I'm, I'm with you. Like, what could he have done? What could he have done? He could have been out right. there giving out soupy masks to people. Yeah. That's true. But she did. Uh, Was he supposed uh, to have a? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but like, no shit. She 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 did raise over a million dollars, like total. Like that's kind of fucking impressive. Those are JJ Watt numbers, like in terms of helping Texans. Mm. Like that's a that's actually pretty badass. Like, yeah. Now, how much of that went back into uh, getting her uh, designer leather jeans? Uh, I don't give a shit because she's the love of my life. If only one dollar went to Texas, <laughs> that's uh, certainly more than Ted Cruz did. Ted Cruz did over those two days, so fuck yeah. him. And AOC is my waifu, so fuck you, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> so let's let's be justice. real. Let's be real here, okay? What could Ted Cruz have done that the left wouldn't have turned into some kind of creepy thing, right? He, like if he if he had he done, uh, hold on, hold on. If if he had set up a massive like fire pit and served these people sandwiches. And had them all sing Kumbaya around his uh, massive bonfire outside of his home. You don't think somebody would have made a joke about him, like, poisoning them? Or uh, just being creepy? Or that being just, like, a uh, a political move? Like, AOC raising the money while Ted Cruz is in Mexico is obviously a political move. Right? They're, they're shifting those optics. So it's bad optics. Yeah, it's bad that he went to Mexico while his state was whatever. But getting their ass kicked, not not not, uh, not just yeah. whatever. Getting their ass kicked. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of whatever for me. I didn't have to go through it. So my personal favorite podcast got delayed because of the storm. So thank you, TJ, for just mocking my pain. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, TJ. This is now a fuck you, TJ <laughs> podcast. All right. So there have been some bad stuff. Like there was a. I saw an article not long ago, and I, I do not have it handy, but a uh, immigrant family with a young son. Uh, this was their son's first time seeing snow. Oh, the fuck. power grid shut down. Yeah. The yep. kid was like, oh my god, snow. Went out and played in it. They're they're saying that they had to huddle together for warmth and all of this other business. Um, but when they went inside, they went to bed, they woke up, and, and the young boy had, had died. So they're bringing a lawsuit against the uh, power company. What yeah. do you guys think about that? I'm not a I'm not a Democrat or a liberal, and I'm not comfortable with using dead kids to exploit and further my own views. So, uh, do you yeah, think man. that? Do you guys think that this is 
something that sets a good precedent? Should you be able to sue your power company for not having the necessary infrastructure for a huge snowstorm? Huge. Well, more than that, um, there are uh, federal uh, regulations uh, as to much as to how much uh, like quote unquote pollution that uh, electrical uh, companies can put out electrical grids. ERCOT wasn't allowed on a federal level. They weren't allowed to exceed those limits. Uh, they put in a request before the snowstorms came in. I don't know if y'all are aware of that. The, you know, Joe Biden essentially shut that down. So 99% of the blame is on ERCOT, not 100%. Um, as for you know, them uh, being at the center of a lawsuit, potential lawsuits as well, uh, some, some key things to keep in mind are the uh, Texas grids, they, uh, ERCOT is in charge of, uh, they're over 75% of these Texas grids. And of those 75% of the grids they see, um, they're not regulated at a federal level. Uh, so that, uh, that's, that's really drawn out the argument um, as to whether or not these grids should be federally regulated, um, which has uh, drawn out a lot of opposition from those that are conservative and you know, huge fans of the private sector. And those that are saying, like, look, they failed. They fucking failed miserably. There are, there are so many deaths that occurred over this. Um, I think right now the count is 56 deaths by either um, hypothermia or uh, suicide uh, that they've related to the weather. And um, in regards to the precedent being set, I do think there is a, an accountability issue with how, much, uh, how, how they really were unprepared for a storm of this level. I think there is an accountability issue that needs to be addressed there. Um, no one should be freezing to death. Yes, obviously. Um, let's ignore the social Darwinism uh, that, that comes along with this, that people are going to kind of segue themselves into uh, just because they don't want, you know, the private sector to be held accountable. But more, more than the, the private sector being held accountable, this is, this is ERCOT specifically. Uh, their infrastructure was so weak and so underdeveloped that this storm is, you know, it's not the first storm, you know, in the fucking history of the planet. Right. And they were just severely underprepared for it, you know, despite the, the issues that come from uh, Joe Biden directly in regards to uh, them not being able to increase, increase output. You know, beyond that, there, there were some serious, some serious issues with the infrastructure. And I, I do think um, this lawsuit, even though the, the numbers kind of seem a little skewed uh, in regards to how much they're asking uh, from the incident, I do think they are a little skewed there, uh, admittedly. But I, I do think mm -hmm. that this, this lawsuit is important uh, because it, it holds private, count, uh, private companies accountable. But I think they should still... I, think, I still think that it's important that they remain private. You know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That, yes, like, like Seth, Seth is going to know for sure because, uh, you know, he's a, he's a car salesman. Anytime there's a recall, you know, I'm sure he's the fucking first to know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Seth, but... you you being part of that, you are the salesperson on there and you being the salesperson. Uh, that's why uh, Ford is reaching out to you uh, in regards to their shitty airbags because uh, they don't want to be held accountable and they don't want you held accountable uh, for selling that vehicle. Well, that's a good point. So what, what it really comes down to, especially in terms of the free market and the free market remaining free vote with your dollars. You know, if these power companies can't not provide, then you don't give them your business. Absolutely. Just, so just like what, I, what I'm, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything should, people should really think about this. I think about this a lot when stuff comes up on Netflix that I just really don't like, you know, I'm like, Oh, I'll just 
canceled my subscription. I don't want to pay for stuff I don't like. Or, you know, and that should extend to everything to your politicians, uh, your local businesses, your big box businesses. You know, we hear people we hear people cry about that stuff a lot. They're like, oh, big business is killing local business. It's like, yeah, but if you really cared about it, you'd buy from that local business, you know. But the biggest uh, takeaway that I'm getting from this whole situation with the young man who passed away, God rest his soul, in Texas, uh, and possibly due to the uh, the weather and the and the failed power grid, is that uh, Biden is solely responsible. Biden has killed this child. <laughs> Yeah, Biden is a murderer. Uh, <laughs> uh, y- y- yep, that's exactly what uh, is in my. It's exactly uh, what's happened. <laughs> no, no, no. Allegedly, of, instead, you're instead not like playing an... this right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And inflation uh, is coming. And inflation is coming. Oh man, that's funny. Speaking of, this is this is in bad taste, but might as well go ahead and segue to the uh, to uh, also, we, we mentioned Biden. I'm just want to yeah. clarify. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, what, what was I saying? Oh yeah, it's, we're gonna segue into. We mentioned Biden being a murderer. What else is he doing wrong? Let's see. Uh, do you guys recall some of his campaign promises? Uh, one of the most notable would be the uh, the gun control thing, which unfortunately it looks like he's still gonna keep uh, parroting. He's gonna still keep pushing on that one. Uh, but a couple of other things that came up was uh, uh, dismantling of uh, of Trump's uh, border program, the border wall and stuff, and that and that did happen pretty quickly. They shut down construction on on the border wall. But some of the things that did not happen were the uh, the cages, which have their or their origins stem from the Obama administration. You know these infamous cages where we see kids. Uh, laying on concrete floors with literal uh, just fences, chain link fences around them, you know, and then Mylar these complaints. Blankets. Yeah, if they're lucky, if they're lucky. <laughs> um, but the the other one is is the minimum wage. The guy the guy talked about how he was going to stop with the border security stuff and how he was going to boost minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. Um, and then back in um, in uh, January there were a lot of people bitching about him not wanting to cut a full $2,000 stimulus and instead going for the, um, uh, the, what was it? The 1400? Yeah. The $1,400 one. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's start with, we'll, we'll go softball. We'll start with the minimum wage and then we'll, we'll go into border. So, um, Seth, take it away. Well, you know, a lot of the governors, I saw an article where he had met with governors and admitted to them that the $15 minimum wage isn't going to happen. It's not going to happen, guys. You know, Corn Pop's not going to let that happen. The $15 minimum wage. <laughs> uh, he's a bad dude. Pop. He's got some bad boys with him. You know, and I think I think everyone with the brain knows that that's not feasible right now you know, or right. ever, especially now. Um it kind of ties in just it ties in a, in a way to this $2,000 stimulus promise. You entice mm-hmm. people, especially with promises of more money. And then you reel it back. It's like that. It's like that insurance commercial where the guy's got a dollar on a fishing line, <laughs> except it's yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and instead of waiters, he's just wearing swim trunks. So his hair can change color in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, um, I learned a little like bit that. about roaches from that. Um, <laughs> so yeah i know and, and at, at one point at what point do you consider this buying votes 
you know, because you're you're literally promising people that you're going to utilize the system to give them money. If and that should be an incentive to vote for you. At what point do you consider that just flat out buying votes? No, that's a that's a fair point. That's a fair question. Um, I think at any point <laughs> that you're that you're looking at uh, government spending uh, leading to an increase in your voter base, I think that's just inherently buying votes. Uh, and and again, that's that's reiterated by the point that this is the ANCAP fucking boys podcast, and we don't like that. We don't like spending. Uh, it, we view it as inherently evil. Um, more so to the point, uh, uh, I think it shows a failure in what leadership has actually become in regards to the presidency. Uh, Absolutely. I think if, yeah, I think if you're looking at saying, like, we're going to give you 2000 fucking dollars uh, because you need coronavirus relief. We're going to bail out small businesses. Big, big businesses. You know, we're going to bail out these businesses and we're going to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. What, what do you mean that could kill small businesses? I don't, I don't, I don't follow. If anything, what, I mean, what is just, inflation? What, what is inflation? I don't know. What, just, what is inflation? Yeah. What is that? What is that? <laughs> you entice people with something like you need money to live. You need, and people are hurting. People are in so much pain financially and otherwise right now because of the situation imposed upon us. So you give them an out. You give them an out and it's an easy, easy reason for them to support you, right? You take it away. Right. Just like you just said, the, the responsibility of leadership. And I'm it actually kind of now I'm kind of mad thinking about it because you're messing with something that a lot of people, they truly believe that that's the right. I'm sorry. I'm pissed off. <laughs> it's, it's good, man. It's, it's worth getting pissed off over because you're right. You know, I'm, people I'm think so that, that money. Cereal. Oh, I think honeycombs. How crunchy. We are not sponsored by Honeycombs, but if Honeycombs wants to uh, give us an ad read and a couple of bucks, they we don't. would be more than happy to give them the shittiest ad read possible. And Reach you know, out to us, shilling, Honeycombs. While we're shilling, uh, Joe Biden, if you want to give each of us $1,400 personally, signed by you, to say something positive about you, I fucking swear to Christ, we will change the name from the ANCAP Boys podcast to the Joe Biden We Fucking Love You podcast. And it's only going to yeah. cost you fourteen hundred dollars through three times since, uh, since you know, a few people can't show up sometimes. Uncle Joe's, Uncle Joe's, uh, Lost Boys. That's who we are. Yeah, we're the we're the Lost <laughs> Boys. It's a uh, two fat guys and then a tall skinny guy. That's right, tall I'm and not, skinny. I'm not. Hey, that fat. I got a hey, small yeah. dick too. Yeah, so TJ could actually be the penis, and Seth, you and I, we can be the balls. We can, we can, we're hairy. Yes. We can yeah, fucking two replace hairy Joe meatballs. Biden. Yes. <laughs> yes. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. I, call us I right will now. Be your left testicle. Seth will be your right testicle. That is your right ball, man. I'm your left ball, man. And TJ, that's your fucking huge skinny dick. Anyway, back to the show. That's right. No that's girth. Right. <laughs> no, girth. no girth at all. Uh, plenty of vascularity though. I am vascular as motherfucker. Um, that's a sign of good. All right, flow. so, <laughs> uh, so obviously, like we we don't even really need to touch on the border stuff too much. That speaks for itself. You know, we saw the articles. I, I'm sure anybody who's listening to this has seen those articles as well, uh, where they just conveniently change the name to uh, Overflow Camps. You know, and it's and it's the same thing. It's been going on since Obama. It's the same thing. We've seen it before. Empty campaign promises don't change that, and. Uh, 
yeah, you know, of course, like people on either side of the aisle, you know, have really poor takes on this. You know, some people think we need a Great Wall of China across the southern border. Yeah, Other people yeah. think we need to just bring them in and give them free college somehow. But as we know, that fundamental rule of economics always holds true. There's no such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing as a free fucking wall either. And there's certainly no such thing as free college. So on to new things. Uh, Tiger Woods got into a car accident. <laughs> that's, uh, that's crazy. I'm, su- I'm surprised. Was the, did this one involve his, uh, his wife or no? Uh, no, he was on the way to go meet up with uh, two NFL athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if they've been named or not. I think they might have been just because he would have had to relay the information to uh, law enforcement authorities saying like, yeah, I was going to go uh, visit these guys. And that's what happened on the car wreck. I was, uh, I was asleep at the wheel of seven in the morning. And uh, but yeah, man, a pretty serious accident. Uh, two fractured legs and a crushed ankle. Uh, fucking nasty, man. I mean, that's uh, he's already almost 50 years old, I think. So, yeah, I was, you know, I was really surprised to hear about it, you know, because it is Tiger Woods. And since he's a golf pro, he's really good at driving. I think I hate you. Uh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. And then. Yeah. The no, so, of course, I found it absolutely hilarious that after Tiger Woods accident, we hadn't heard from Donald Trump at all. Largely in part uh, because he's been banned from social media and stuff, and he's just been chilling in Mar-a-Lago, and Spotify. doing whatever. And Spotify, he's been he's, he's been, been de- he's been dealing with the Minecraft issue. Yeah, exactly. He got banned from Minecraft. We heard from Toronto Dump that his son too got banned from Minecamp uh, last episode. But I thought it was hilarious. I didn't even read the statement. Just I just thought it was funny as hell that Trump came out and made a statement about Tiger Woods having a car accident and wishing him well, uh, or whatever he said. It just cracked me up that that was the first thing we saw, and I can't help but feel like that's strategic, because the left could not stop bitching about him playing golf. I'm pretty sure Obama played golf too, though. Uh, yeah, I, th- I don't know if he was known for playing golf, uh... I think it was more for just taking silly vacations, but uh, for sure he. Yeah, I, I think he tried it, but uh, as for the Donald Trump thing, <laughs> it, it's funny that that's how he comes back. Uh, you know, the, 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 the circumstances are obviously shit. Him, him coming back uh, uh, he, he, along the lines of what Donald Trump had said, were like, "Yeah, he gave me golf tips. Uh, he will be back. Yeah, he's a good guy. I wish him the best. <laughs> he's going to be back." Trump said, I have no doubt about it. He's going to be back. I've played with him before. He's a wonderful golfer for a black guy. He's fantastic. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what he said. But no, he did, he did, <laughs> that's, he did exactly, that. that's exactly right. That's the official <laughs> statement. Yeah, well, except for like the very last fucking two sentences. Uh, he, he did that. <laughs> Donald Trump did say uh, he's going to be back. Uh, no doubt about it. He's going to be back. Going to be back. Right. That's great. That's so funny. His ankle, his ankle's <laughs> crushed. It's oh. huge. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Tiger Woods will be back. Wow. wow! Like much like the fucking Terminator, he will be back. Much like Trump, be back. he will be back. I fucking hope not, unless it's on Minecraft. Yeah, but uh, I'm totally fine with playing Minecraft with uh, Baron Trump. I don't know anything you know, about Minecraft, but Trump, on the other hand, no I. One... I 
don't really see him coming back in a presidency. No one's saying that except for you. About you know, Minecraft? I, uh, yeah, Minecraft. no, the, the other one. No one's, no one's referenced that today but you. And I just want to say it speaks volumes about where your mind's at. <laughs> I'm just referencing the last episode. You need to focus on your concentration. Let <laughs> me yeah. uh, go meditate. To, I'll be back. I, I, uh, back to Donald Trump. Uh, you, you know, you said that uh, you don't think he'll come back in a presidency. I think it's, I think it's 100% possible. You know, uh, I think it's possible. I would, I would rather not see it. But I, yeah, I, I do think it's gay. a. I, <laughs> 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 I do think it's wow. more of an innate possibility right now, though. Uh, yes. With yeah. uh, back, let, let's let's get a quick call back to the rollbacks. You know, I I do think uh, Joe Biden's. Uh, I think he shit the stick. Uh, admittedly, uh, he's done. Absolutely. Than, uh, he's I, done. You know, we're we're less than forty five days into the presidency, and. Those uh, those those cages, those uh, detention centers, those overflow camps, you know, those are those have been a real touchy point uh, for a lot of people. Those have been a hot fire comment, you know, for a lot of politicians. And I'm going to reference uh, baby girl AOC. Yeah, I, admittedly, I think half of her ideas are fucking I think they're batshit crazy or they're dumb as shit, uh, admittedly. Um, but she's constant. Yeah. You know, she's consistent. That base, she doesn't fucking change it. Uh, throughout the uh, the Trump presidency, she was a huge, huge opposition um, to these fucking overflow camps, these detention centers, these cages, whatever you want to call them. You know, she was mm-hmm. a huge, you know, advocate of the, you know, the dissolution of ICE in these camps. Yeah, I, y'all remember the photo op that she did where she uh, was making the Pepe face, uh, <laughs> you know, at the camps? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I'm not familiar. Man, well, they are fucking that's, that's exactly We're going to send it to you. Yeah, she was making the Pepe sad face. Okay, send it. And uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Seth will send it while I'm talking, I'm sure. She was quoted recently uh, saying this. This is not okay. This has never been okay. Never will be okay. No matter the administration or party. That, you know, that's what she said from Twitter. And mm-hmm. I, I feel, you know, it could be my, maybe I'm just making a hot take out of nothing. But I feel like she's specifying. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a soft reference to the fact that this, these uh, cages, these overflow camps, they were built by the Democrats. I think that she's softly acknowledging that. She's been very, very open to not being a fan of the old guard. Uh, you know, she's always making these hard stances of uh, from the status quo, you know. Hold on, I think... I'm being told that we, uh, we have a guest coming on. His name is uh, uh, Bernard something. Are you there? This is ridiculous. I can't figure out how to do this. I should have gone to college. Is that Hello? is that you, Bernie? Hello. Can Hello? I call you, Bernie? You you may. Yeah, I can. I can hear you. You may absolutely call me Bernie. I'm I'm down to clown. Down to clown. All right, that's good. Um, so what do you think about these uh these uh, overflow camps? Like, give us give us your take. Absolutely ridiculous. Every summer camp I went to as a child. The Jewish, known for the great camps, putting them on in the summer, the fantastic camps. Um, we never had any crowding issues, any kind of issues like this. This is why we need to forgive student loan debt. Speaking of student loan why debt. So, why do you sound like Ron, Perl and, Ron Perlman and Bernie Sanders fucked each other and had a fucked up butt, baby? <laughs> I had to mute my mic. I was laughing so hard. 
I, I could hear Bernie Sanders, but I could also hear Macho Man Randy Savage. So like, oh, yeah. The cream always rises to the top when we forgive student loans, brother. <laughs> and I was like, all right, we're going for it. We're going for it. All right, fuck it. We got, we, we got Bernie Savage in the fucking building, and we're fucking going for it, bro. We're fucking going for it. I was uh, in Texas. I had I got a cold in Texas. There was no heat. A million dollar apartment. I start had to I had to burn the fan mail from the the college students in my fireplace. College kids fucking love you, Bernie. I don't know if you know that. I've never met one <laughs> in person, but I've been told they're great people. <laughs> I've never been to a college besides <laughs> driving through one. Uh, Just to, I, I don't want to tell you what I was doing there. Are you guys are you guys familiar with the story about how Bernie Sanders got kicked out of a of a communist, uh, communist like commune uh, for story. not working? I love this story. Tell it. Tell my story. <laughs> so so basically, like the long and short of it is, he uh, stayed at a commune, and uh, the people who were running the commune kicked him out because he wouldn't do any work, and he just wanted to sit around and talk to people, and that was keeping other people from doing work, so they asked him to leave. <laughs> this, is, this is my best part. The best part of the story is when they asked me to leave, I left. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Cookie Monster? What the fuck is going on, man? I love you. <laughs> I'm uh, that, that is, a, that is, a, that is a, an impersonation I haven't worked on in quite a while. <laughs> God damn! Did I want to apologize to the listeners. I want to apologize to Bernie. I want to apologize to AOC, <laughs> and I want to apologize to my mom. I'm sorry, I'm a part of this. Oh, hey, look who's here! Steven's here. Say hi, Steven. Did somebody say communism? Steven, you fat fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, how are you, man? It's uh, it's your uh, friendly neighborhood, uh, Mister Statist man. What's going on? Yes, daddy. Cuck for those those government dollars. Yes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> How are the cookies? Oh, the cookies are pretty amazing, man. But I gotta tell you, um, the food sucks. Are we allowed to bring up the cookies? What 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 cookies are we talking about? You know what? Joe Biden's cookies. About. Joe Biden has cookies? The Jill Joe Biden. Because we don't want to disclose your location I without think... your permission. Wait, wait, wait. I, or, or your occupation. I'm just, I, I'm just confused about the, the cookies. I, 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 mean, uh, I may be out of the loop on that one. Jill Biden was giving cookies to the National Guardsmen uh, the day of the riots. Oh, she didn't give me any fucking cookies. Yeah, because you ate that what a fucking bitch. cookie. I you think, ate I that think cookie. That horror. Uh, I think you were given fuck? cookies, and they were like just cookies laced with like some kind of mind control drug. Bro, so you the government you yes, then yeah, the you capital was so beautiful. Instead of seeing it as a waste yeah. of tax dollars, yeah, it, like, it also made you forget how to place. read. The government hasn't given me anything except for chronic alcoholism and depression. <laughs> <laughs> they have given me nothing. The positivity I've missed from you, Stephen. Yeah, well, Seth got the alcoholism without needing the federal government, Stephen. Yeah, you're right. I'm a fucking dirty, stinking leech. Uh, I'm, I'm doing so, uh, better with but, it. The day drinking hasn't let up, but the nighttime drinking is moderately better. Well, I'm glad. Um, so the first well, step of AA, it, the first step of AA is uh, submitting yourself to a higher power. 
Uh, so if you didn't could know that. Could that be the Bench Press Messiah? Bench Press um, Messiah 15. Actually, I think we, the father, can, we can use that. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I, I think this is a good segue, uh, you know, because you got to submit yourself to a higher power, that higher power being the power of Christ. And Seth, you were going to tell us some uh, weeaboo shit uh, about uh, the book of Enoch. So this kind of came to my attention uh, kind of recently. I don't know how much you guys are familiar with the small part of the Hebrew Bible, the, you know, the generic Bible that talks about um, the Nephilim in, yes. uh, in, mm-hmm. uh, in the book of Genesis. It says the sons of God went unto the daughters of man and begot children by them. And these were mighty men, men of renown and great strength. The book of Enoch was written, and Tom, you're going to have to help me out here, by Enoch, who was either... Either he was the precursor seven generations before from no- of Noah or seven generations after of Noah. I yeah, forget so which it, one he is. Yes. Uh, so Enoch is the, he's Methus- Methuselah's father. Methuselah. Okay. Um, Being the longest man, the longest lived man on earth. Allegedly. Uh, yes. Uh, so not, so it's, it's, it's Enoch that's not the son of Cain. Uh, this is a, it's, it's a common right. misconception. There's a, there's a separation of them, some generations there. And so but, Enoch yeah. was a man of righteousness that was visited by the messengers of God, the beings, the spiritual beings that came from heaven and walked the earth and had children and fornicated with humans. Um, when God saw what they had done, he banished them from heaven forever. Said there, is, well, there will be no forgiveness for these. These messengers went to Enoch and they said, Hey, we fucked up. I think you can talk to God for us. And uh, Enoch's like, you know, I'll, I'll do my best, but like, I don't speak Hebrew. Yeah. And God was like, no, nah, no. Nah. Anyway, so the Apocrypha is a collection of books, um, fragments of which were found, I believe, uh, along with the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, and uh, they, they detail basically all the cool shit that was left out of the Bible. Yeah, uh, the, the book of Enoch is uh, typically left out too. Um, so the individuals that uh, were banished from heaven, those are the Grigori. Um, you'll see a lot of them in uh, pop culture more so than you will in uh, a lot of other situations. You know, like uh, Remiel, that's one that you and I talked about a little earlier before we started recording. But yeah, Remiel uh, makes an appearance on the show Lucifer, the one that uh, is on Netflix right now. Right. Uh, yeah, I can't fucking watch it. I canceled my Netflix because they started taking off all the fucking shows and movies I liked. So I'm going well, to and then find another also one. Also, you, you made a reference before we started. Uh, there's, there's a pretty powerful weapon referenced in those books, the shining, glistening rod of justice. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, the, the, the rod of justice, not to be confused uh, with my penis. Which is, which is the twig of remorse. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, isn't, isn't that the, the branch of torment? The bre- yeah, exactly. Uh, only if you have some fantastic books. <laughs> But uh, I'm a huge fan of Remiel. Uh, Remiel is one of the Fallen Watchers that, uh, that reached out uh, to Enoch. An archangel, I believe, uh, from the book. And uh, Remiel, that's, uh, that, I think that's Hebrew for Thunder of God. Um, I'm not too sure on that, but uh, Remiel wields a fucking badass, uh, badass spear that he uses to uh, just fucking murk on people. So does, uh, does the Apocrypha include that little story about Jesus as a dragon tamer? Like where he yeah. goes into that cave and that's, all that. That's, Is that where that's, that's from? In, okay. That's addendum addendum four, Christ and the cave of cucks. 
<laughs> Damn it. You don't have to sell it so hard, man. It's a real but, question. <laughs> no. But um they you know you guys are familiar with the story of the Tower of Babel. Yeah, of course. Babel. So here's kind of what I've with the limited research I've done, an interesting theory is that these when when the when the when humanity was split up into the different mm-hmm. nations and given different tongues, those watchers of God, the the council of God, these demi beings became their gods. And the Bible is, is uh, references Yahweh as King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and God of Gods. Yeah, insinuating that perhaps these beings were did have godlike powers on the earth. We're right. talking things that became, you know, like the uh, Babylonian god Marduk. Yes. Yes. Yep. Or is that a Syrian? I don't know. I day drink. Um, that these beings gave their followers powers. The, the Book of Enoch talks about how metallurgy, um, the, the skill of tattooing, was given to, the, to humans by these beings. All this knowledge that was forbidden to us, and that was part of the reason they were damned for all of eternity. Um, and then it also, a very interesting little point there, it, it does say in the Book of Enoch that all sin is accredited to the knowledge that came from these beings. But uh, that that idea is uh, unique to uh, to uh, I think uh, Orthodox Jews because uh, that's part of the Jews. The, that that's part of the the twenty four books in the Tanakh. Um, the, that was handed <laughs> that was handed down <laughs> from motherfucker from Moses. So um, is that the one that uh, gives you instructions on how to perform a bris? Yes. That's a bad joke. With your teeth. <laughs> that's a bad joke. You just gotta bite it. Just bite the chip. <laughs> oh no! Shalom and welcome. Today I'll be teaching. <laughs> it's so funny. So, uh, so, so Jose. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. So I was, no, I was, uh, I was talking to. Listen, guys. Slander. I was, I was talking Sorry. to. I was talking Sorry. to Jose about this the other day because you know he's a Jewish convert. So I was joking with him. I was like, I know, I know, you converted in your late twenties. Uh do they still perform a bris? And he was like, well, yeah. And I started laughing. He's like, why are you laughing? I was like, so they actually like suck the, and he's like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> it was really funny. He's a, he's a good sport. He, we, we always crack a lot of jokes and stuff like that. He and I, so, but I, but I've learned a lot actually about um, Judaism, or I guess more, part- more specifically how he practices Judaism just by talking to him and stuff like that. Uh-huh. He's not, um, orthodox by any means he's not like he, a hardcore like Hasidic. he is practicing yeah so he's getting better yeah so he's getting better. <laughs> so he's, he's getting better at it, it. Yeah. he's working on it, yeah, yeah. He's working on it. <laughs> that's funny yeah yeah now some of the things that threw me off were things like you can't have dairy products uh at the same time as you have a meat product so cheeseburgers mm-hmm. are off the table and i'm like that's mm-hmm. bullshit i could never do that well that's a good thing because otherwise you'll get boils Boils on your Will you balls. get boils on your balls? On Stephen, your can, Stephen, can you uh, confirm to us that dairy gives you boils? Um, well, ever since I made the switch to raw dairy, you know, uh, things are a little bit different in the uh, boil area. Uh, okay, I'm just making sure. The How are you getting a hold speaking. of raw dairy? Raw dairy is available for retail in the state of New Mexico. It's one of the only states where it's uh, actually legal for retail sales. 
pretty yeah, sure so I looked that up. You have state. to go directly to a dairy. No, they can't actually send it to stores. No, I, I read oh. about this recently because I wanted to get some raw milk so I could yeah, like, so butt chug there's it. A, butt there's chug a little, it. Uh, in Los Ranchos down in Albuquerque. And uh, yeah, it's a little retail, like a small mom and pop like grocery store. You can buy raw dairy there. Hey, Steven. Yes. Are you comfortable talking about a military thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so you guys talk got talked to about the right-wing extremism thing, right? Yeah, we're actually currently in a 60-day uh, stand-down because of that. Okay, can you explain some of that to us? Yeah, so um, what we got was... Uh, Ever so, like, uh, you know, just to disclose to everybody, whatever is listening to this, um, currently deployed as a part of the capital response for the National Guard in Washington, D.C. right now. And, you can disclose uh, that, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, okay. Like, it's like saying, as I, I'm not going to say anything that's uh, of, of any sort of defamation to the branch or anything like that, so I think it's fine. Okay, um, yeah, no, I just, I just want to double check because uh, we, we can edit out what we need to edit out. Just let us know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I, I think uh, I'm comfortable talking about it, and I don't think it's going to be an issue. Okay. Um. Yeah, so before we came out here, we actually got, a, a, like, a, a no-shit anti-terrorism brief from uh, some intelligence officers up in uh, up in our state capital. And mm -hmm. um, basically, they just kind of broke down what some of these right-wing groups look like. And it, it was it turned out to be a little bit more comical than... Uh, um, <laughs> you know like kind of serious because like <laughs> we're all sitting in this brief and this guy's like giving us a slideshow get you know so first he defines like what's the difference between uh extremism and terrorism and everybody's just like mm, uh, i don't know and he's like there is no difference and he's like <laughs> like okay buddy like uh chill out bro you know <laughs> <laughs> um and uh he, so he starts breaking down some of these uh, quote unquote right wing extremist groups that we should be on the lookout for and like how to identify them by their flags and insignias and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> the first ones that comes across is QAnon. <laughs> and um, they're like, this is a, a conspiracy theory group. Um, and they, uh, they abide by their own uh, understanding of the US Constitution. And uh, these guys are very dangerous. They're the, it's believed that they're the reason why uh, the Capitol riot kicked off. And I'm like, okay, that, I mean, like, I guess that can be that can be legit uh, intel, sure. But then they start breaking down the other groups, and it's like three percenters, boogaloo boys. <laughs> oh, shit, the, the booga boys. Oh man! So you didn't hear about us? <laughs> Danny's came across that. I swear. <laughs> to God. That's so funny. <laughs> and he's just like this is the thing and he's like he's really serious about this and i know this guy like takes his job very seriously and he's trying to give us a good intel brief but it just came across as hilarious he's just like the whole point of the kekistanis their entire ideology is uh they want to kill anybody that's not white <laughs> wow that's so fun that's so that's so hilarious and uh that's so funny. I was just, and like being somebody who's a like a total fucking like you know autist who's spent more than five minutes on the internet i'm just I, it's hard for me to take it seriously you know what i mean like like a lot of yeah. these dudes are, are just kind of like just talking crazy shit on 4chan boards and 
it's hard to take any of it, you know, serious. Well, like, I, I think you... what's fucking more comical is the fact that this was intel provided to someone. Someone had to fucking get paid to gather this intel for this briefing. And yeah. holy <laughs> fucking shit, man. Yeah. Um. So we all kind of uh, convened after this intel brief and had a, some conversations amongst each other. And, uh, you know, like the, the Boogaloo thing to me was just a giant meme, you know? Yeah. Like, like to me, it was just like, yeah, these guys, you know, they go out and take photos with fucking Hawaiian shirts on and they joke about like, you know, fucking civil war or whatever on the internet. And well, they're uh, just LARPers. And, yeah. Straight up LARPing. Right. And like, it's kind of been blown out of proportion into like full fucking, uh, considered uh terrorism or, or right-wing extremism whatever you want to call it and, and um yeah so we've been on the lookout over here in the, the in our nation's capital the district of columbia and i'm gonna be honest man i see a more left-wing goobers than anything else <laughs> <laughs> so how much of this feels like mccarthyism to you um, will you run the definition by me real quick? I feel like so, remember back in our nation's history when people were being outed as being communists and yeah, losing okay. their jobs because of that. And yeah, it, it stems uh, that, from uh, that being Joseph like a big McCarthy, thing. stems yep. from a uh, U.S. Oh. Senator Joseph McCarthy from about the 1940s, uh, during mm. the second Red Scare. Yeah, so honestly, it's it's more of a it feels more of a social thing right now. Um, obviously, they're ramping up um, training and uh, briefings, and you know it has to come down from the highest levels, of course, in the Department of Defense. But they're talking about um, cracking down on, and I'm gonna say, I'm just I'm just I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, but they're cracking down on extremism within the ranks. Right. And the biggest concern being that a lot of the um, or not a lot, but a number of the uh, individuals who broke into the Capitol on January 6th turned out to be either current law enforcement and military or former law enforcement. I saw that. Yeah. So so basically um, the uh, new secretary of defense, he's a former general of the U.S. Army um, and he's like giving a, an order for a 60-day stand-down to investigate at the company level um, extremism. And they haven't really exactly um, defined what they mean by extremism, but I mean, I think we can all just sort of assume that they're using a blanket term now and are going to adjust the data according to how they need it to fit later on. You, you mentioned insignias and flags and being able to identify people like that. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. curious, did, is, did the Gadsden flag come up? Oh, absolutely! It came up. Okay, uh, it, like, I sold I mean, an old pickup of mine to a guy here on base, and it was covered in like five of those things. Yeah, and this was years <laughs> ago. But I just, I, I feel for the kid if he's still there, and uh, he's driving around. Oh, that poor bastard. Well, no, the right. second <laughs> that someone decided to fucking pick on him for it, they're like, you know, that's for white supremacists. The the first time that that fucking happened, he became a white supremacist. He's like, and what's wrong with that? That's what fucking <laughs> happened. So you indirectly, <laughs> you've indirectly, because if this guy finds you, he finds you on this podcast, guess what? You furthered the alt-right's fucking process of joining this fucking podcast, bro. I did it last yes. week when, when we announced ourselves as a fucking Christian podcast, and we furthered that today by talking about the Apocrypha. And guess what? You did it again because you've sold the Gadsden flag, you son of a bitch. 
<laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. And it's a fucking it's, it's, a, it's a shit shit show. No, okay. it absolutely is, man. And and I think my biggest problem with it is like they, they haven't clearly defined what they mean. You know, I, I think that's like normally in the military we operate on the the semi strict structure, you know, when it comes to like cracking down on anything within the ranks. Like, you know, for a while there the the military had a problem with gangs, you know. Um it, it's just like it it feels like there this whole thing is falling on to like company commanders to have to like sit down with every individual within their company and uh being like okay uh are you an extremist or do you like associate with extremist groups and it's gonna be so weird for the next two months man like as this process carries on and i guess we'll see what happens with the outcome but i mean even joe biden himself has uh, blatantly stated and this is not a, a slide comment or a snide comment towards the current administration. This is just what he said. He said that uh, cops and military uh, members uh, have contributed to the, uh, I'm paraphrasing a bit, growth and expansion of uh, of uh, right-wing extremism or white supremacy, I believe is what he said. Oh, wow. And Yeah. <laughs> no, really yeah, that's, and, that's a pretty heavy statement to make for yeah. a huge group of people. Come yeah, on, but we did, we, did, we did start the, the podcast. Yeah, we did start the and, podcast by saying "fuck Joe Biden." I mean, so, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean he's my president. Yeah. While literally thousands <laughs> of National Guardsmen and Capitol Police officers have the entire Capitol Hill White House locked down with fences and they're armed. You know what I mean? Like we're here because you wanted us.